There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. What's up, fam? Today, we sit down with the OG Love Islander, Taylor Demir. I've always wanted to sit down with Taylor because I knew she was more than just a reality star. And I had no idea who she was originally, so I ask all the Love Island questions and Taylor opens up about mental health and how she became so resilient when it comes to life and social media. This girl, guys, she's not just a pretty face, so enjoy, subscribe and leave some love. Hi. <laughs> Hi, guys. So today um, we have a beautiful guest today. People might know you from Love Island. You're an ambassador to Emco Beauty yeah. and Banging Body, and you're really passionate about mental health, which we love. Um, and you've just released a new makeup range with Emco Body. So welcome. Thank you. <laughs> who, who are we welcoming, T? Sorry. <laughs> no, I was hoping someone was going to step in. I'm going to say this. Taylor Demir. Oh, Did yeah. I say it? Yes. <laughs> guys, this has been a struggle for like the last three days, I keep asking Taylor, am I saying your name right? We had to voice note it. Yeah, we really did. And I'm not going to lie, I was sitting in the corner practicing and repeating like an um, affirmation before. But welcome. Thank you. So yes. nice to be here. So good to have you on. And I'm going to call you T. Okay, go. <laughs> hey, I might have because I'm T too. Um, now, I have a little story of when I first met you. Oh, There's gosh. a running joke between Tully and I yeah. that I have absolutely no idea who anyone is like literally we'll, we'll be in LA and she'll be like business guys she'll be like oh did you know who that was I was like no idea sorry <laughs> so I walked into FoxFit one day and there's this beautiful um young lady joining our workout and I was like oh hi having a really nice chat I was like in my head I was like Gee, she's so lovely. What a really nice chick. And then we left Fox Fit and Tal was like, do you know who that is? I was like, no, I, I knew she not. did it. I knew. But I just want to say you are like an absolute legend. So you come thank off you. as real and all that. And so getting to know you, you are like a beautiful person. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. At least I wasn't having a sook that day. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> lucky we weren't fighting. She got me on a good day. <laughs> no, literally like we, Sarah's got no bloody idea and sometimes for business it can be very frustrating because <laughs> I, like, I like to get to know the people. I like that though. Yeah. yeah. I think it's better there's no like pre-assumed exactly. sort of yeah. stereotype to someone. And yeah. if someone comes across as a dick, you're a dick. And if yeah. you don't, I like you. Yeah, exactly. that's true. Yeah. It's the best way to it do is it. true. Um, so we have seen all over social media, obviously, your new makeup range mm-hmm. for Emco Beauty. Um, it's selling crazy. Like, how no. did that come about? Have you always been interested um, with makeup? Um, I grew up a dancer from yep. quite a young age. I think my first dance concert I was three and I cried the entire oh, no. <laughs> So nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. I still suck on the daily. <laughs> um, so I think from 
so like I said, a young age, I was always doing makeup. My mum absolutely sucked at it. She was a hairdresser. Stick to your forte because she could not do makeup. So from about seven or eight, I was doing my own makeup for dance concerts. And then I kind of just started stealing my mum's products and started doing it every day. And I fell in love with makeup and the simplicity of just using what you have around the house Mm -hmm. rather than going and buying really expensive products. And then about two years ago, Emco Beauty reached out to me and said they'd love to send me some products. And I loved it. I loved how cheap it was, affordable, but you were still getting such quality products Mm -hmm. from it. And then we pretty much just had a relationship ever since then. Shelly, the owner, so she owns Emco Beauty as well as a tanning company as well. And... Um, we just became really close and she was like, look, I think we could do something really awesome together, create a range. So I had my initial range with them and then we wanted to expand on it. And I kind of wanted a bit more creative control with the next drop, Mm -hmm. which is the most recent one, the beauty edit. So I got to pick all of the eyeshadow colors that went into the palettes, the names of the lip glosses, which like you said, have pretty much sold out now, which is so exciting. At Woolworths So good. Yes. You can get them at Woolworths, which actually turned out to be very, very handy. Especially considering it's the only thing that's open. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, so yeah. true. Yeah, so everyone, oh God, they I'm can't impressed. go to Mecca, you can't go to these yeah. expensive makeup companies and obviously people like seeing the product before buying it, so mm-hmm. they're just walking down, getting their pasta and toilet paper and there's just, my products. So good. And your face is like plastered all over the yeah, product. Yeah, which has well. been really weird, but yeah, it's nice. What's that's the retail so cool. price of, say, lip gloss or like the eyeshadows? Um, I'd say they range between, well, they're always on sale because – Woolworths is always yeah. doing sales, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'd say from about eight to fifteen dollars, they yeah. wouldn't. There's not many products within the range that would be over that sort of price range. Which so it's is really cool. good. Yeah. yeah, I was lucky enough to get some of the product, and it's so good. Like the Do colors, I? yeah, love, <laughs> especially the lip glosses. I don't know what other colors they wear, but I got a lot of like tonal browns and stuff. The which I love. Ones, yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, color. I think it's cool because it is so affordable, and especially mm-hmm. for young girls who are so interested in makeup as well, they can just go to. Yeah, Woolworths. and I think having it as something that you can get at a young age because a lot of the time girls that age are obviously going to the shops with their mum after yeah. school or just to spend time with their mum or choose what food they want obviously yeah. like right <laughs> as a kid. so to be able to walk down the aisle and see a product that it's it's for girls it's pink mm-hmm. it's purple it's really visually like appealing yeah, so is. they get to obviously pick that and take it home and it's not a product that's hard or you have to look up a youtube video on how to use it it's yeah. really self-explanatory which is good as yeah. well that's cool mm. Um, so obviously I didn't know who you were when I first met you, <laughs> but I've done some investigation and you did some Miss Universe modelling, you were a radio host yeah. and, of course, Love Island. <laughs> Lived a few lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you tell us a bit more about your Love Island journey? Yeah, so Love Island would have been, oh, gosh, is it two or three years ago now? I was now? such a fan. I have to say Love Island is one of my favourite reality shows. Did and you lose your the brain season- cells? No, no, babe. <laughs> oh, my God, I can tell you. Like, I'm a busy person and what I loved about Love Island is it, you could watch it and just switch off completely. Yeah, it's a bit like the Kardashians in that it's way. You 100%. Just, it's not very very riveting. No. <laughs> but your season was the best. The last Australian one was boring. But, um, yeah, tell us more about that. Yeah, so pretty much... Would it be two years ago? I'm going to say just over two years ago. Um, yeah. I, yeah, pretty much 
got flown to Spain. Couldn't tell anyone Spain. I was going to Spain. That's we got cool. lucky. We didn't Wait, go. was it Mallorca? Mallorca. Yeah, we went yeah. to Mallorca, which was just incredible. Not that I got to really see much of it. I was stuck in. How you can tan. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was hot. That's yeah. all that matters. Um, so we got flown over there and, yeah, we were in lockdown for about four to five days. Also, oh, you're used to lockdown. That's fine. Yeah, I'm used to this. this is, <laughs> nothing. Love Island was yeah. literally just prepping true. me for this. It's true. <laughs> and uh, to be fair, I get to pick what I eat here. Yeah, On the show, I did no. not get to. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much we had the four to five day lockdown and then I was in there for the entire six weeks. Yeah. And then we had six a few. Six weeks? Yeah, six weeks. I, no contact to the outside world. Oh, you nah. never knew the time. You got fed the exact same meals every what? single day. No. Every day. They want you to go a little bit cuckoo. And it worked. If you really? if you watch the show, you know it worked. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. what would a day like a typical day? So they would wake you up. Yeah. Um, it would I usually be this. these bright sterile sterile lights that would come on in the room and then a voice would come over in the speakers and they'd be like, Good morning, Islanders. Oh God, and no, you, that voice by the end of the <laughs> tree, I was like, Oh my god, if I hear this voice again, like oh. I'm done, I'm running away. So that would wake you up and then you would pretty much have to get dressed ready straight away you'd go you got to make your breakfast but it was the same staple meals yeah, every day. yeah. It was cereal eggs or bacon and then you would have what we thought was coffee but it was actually decaf oh no yeah. so we did were, you find that after or during? Well, we didn't find that out till after i thought i had a full day de- like coffee obsession by the time i came out because it's the only thing to do so i was having six coffees a day came out started to try and have six oh, coffees a day like, and actually went into full shakes oh, and wow. thought i was having heart attacks but then i found out no it was decaf so oh I, my God. i actually can't drink six it's- coffees a day <laughs> Turns out, that's reality. I don't have an addiction. (laughs) So, yeah, we would do that and then usually someone would come over the speaker and kind of say, go into your couples, do this. You'd get to Mm. swim tan and then you'd get text messages and you were just, you were always on the edge. You couldn't just go sleep during the day. Really? Yeah, no, there would be a text message that would wake you up or someone would come over and start talking to you and... Yeah, it was, it was a lot. So you didn't really get downtime? No, and even when you thought you were getting downtime, you weren't really because your mind was constantly ticking off, is okay. someone going home yeah. tonight? Is my partner going to leave me for another person? Yeah. Is a text message going to come through? That's so- Do you get to see anyone, like producers, any, um, anyone? You, you, prob- you get one Mark, in-house. The- no. Yeah, Sophie yeah. Monk's the host. So she comes in every now and then throughout the week at night time. Um, but the thing also with Mallorca is it doesn't get late till 10 p.m. So oh, when you guys are seeing that, that's really 12, 1 o'clock oh, in the morning. Oh, my God. I could never do Love Island. <laughs> but we didn't know that. So we're like, why are we so tired? You really you really couldn't. I couldn't. No. I definitely, that would fuck with me. It was the time. most challenging thing I've ever done. Well, at least you can say that you've done it and whatever. Yeah. Would you ever do something like that again? No. <laughs> so, okay. Really? So you're obviously really Not because passionate. it was a bad experience. I absolutely loved yeah, it. Yeah. It was more just, I think, I grew to where I needed to be from that. And yeah. I think going and doing something like that again would be taking a step backwards. You've got all you needed to yeah, get out of it. Yeah, I don't think I would get anything yeah. else out of it. I think yeah. I definitely learned a lot about myself and I don't really need to put myself yeah, through no that again. Way. <laughs> I love that. So you're really passionate about mental health. Mm-hmm. Mentally inside, you obviously said you went a little yeah. bit insane. But, like, tell us more about the mental health side of how did you look yeah. after your mental health in there? I think the thing for me was I was always someone that could avoid. So in terms of if I didn't want to talk, like if someone upset me and I didn't want to talk about it, I just wouldn't talk about oh, it. You're yeah, like I me. would just not reply like to your messages. I would just go, oh, I'm just going to cut you from my life. You're too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas in there you're physically forced to have to deal oh, yeah, with no. what's going through your mind or a situation that's happening because A, you're living with these people. 
B, you have someone down there. It's like big brother in a way. There's yeah. someone talking to you, asking questions at the end of each night. So you're debriefing. So if anything, it was honestly like having everyday psych. Yeah. Which yeah. was actually kind of good. Okay. So every time you'd, you'd finish the day, I'd have a full meltdown, four fights, come down, <laughs> yeah. and I'd have a free psychologist to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd sit there. So how did that make you feel, Taylor? And so what do you think ah. went through this person's head? So if anything, they're getting good airtime out of it because yeah, you're finding yeah. out everything that's going through my mind. But for me, it was a really good way of learning how to actually vocalise what I was feeling. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, which was really cool. So for some people that was obviously quite confronting, but for me I think it was kind of good. Yeah, yeah, yeah quite therapeutic. Yeah, quite therapeutic. Yeah. You work to myself face. now. Yeah, you, <laughs> you find now. yourself debriefing at the end of that. Like. I get my partner, excuse me, we need a debrief today. <laughs> Just ask me questions. You'd be one of those annoying like communicators. I'm like, can't deal with those people. You ask too many questions. Your alarm clock's like that welcome lo- Love Islanders yeah. every morning. Every so. morning. Good morning, Taylor. <laughs> Sexual, isn't it? <laughs> it literally was. I was like, this is a bit weird. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so crazy. You were one of my favorite. Actually, you were my favorite Thank on the show. You. I actually really enjoyed watching you. Um, so there was more than 7,000 young Aussies that applied for Love Island. Yeah. What do you think your was different about your audition tape? Was there anything that stood what out? What made you apply as or well? Or did someone ask you, a producer connect with you, or how did it happen? Um, so I was with a modeling agency at the time, and they sort of reached out to me and said, look, we've had Love Island casting people mm-hmm. come and say, does anyone from the agency want to apply? I'd always taken an interest to Big Brother, loved yeah. Big Brother growing up. And I was like, oh, I just don't know if I could do this. A, yeah. I was scared because I'd just gotten a job in radio, which is what I'd studied for, and yeah. I was loving it and I could see where I wanted to be and where I was going. And I was like, do I take this massive risk of going on a show and potentially it being the worst show in Australia <laughs> and I come off with the worst reputation yeah. and literally have to change my name and move countries <laughs> or do I take this risk and potentially fall in love? Like what's the worst thing that exactly. could really happen? So I kind of waited up. I spoke to my mum and I was doing Miss Universe at the time as well and I'd mm-hmm. made nationals and I remember I was my biggest problems at this point in my life was do I do Miss Universe or Love Island? And my hey, mum was like, <laughs> my mum literally was like, you know what, you know what Miss Universe entitles, you can go back and do that one day. She's like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I looked at it in that sort of prospect as well of I'm going to be forced to have to talk about things, be in environments, get out of my comfort zone and grow as a person. Mm -hmm. So I ended up enrolling and then it's the longest process. You have about four psych tests, four doctor's tests. You have to do a face-to-face interview, a video interview. You're constantly being checked up on constantly ask questions and then by the time I got around to it I was like do I even have the energy to do this now (laughs) but I'm so glad I did because although obviously there was just so much drama on the show and whatnot it definitely made me a stronger person Mm -hmm. from it so I don't regret it but yeah it was a lot and I think the thing that made me maybe stand out from other people to get on was I just wasn't trying to play a character to get on yeah, the show. Yeah. It was, this is me, this is how I am. I didn't answer any questions how I thought they wanted them answered. I just literally spilled my guts, which that. is what I do anyway. Yeah. I'm an oversharer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our show, so we get to I leave trouble. a conversation, I'm like, why did I tell I, you oh, Literally, that. <laughs> that's us all the time. I'm like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, but you just so feel bad. so comfortable with people and as we feel comfortable with you and you just overshare. I think that's kind of cool because I think a lot of people these days, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot 
lot of girls just go on these shows to get Instagram famous. I agree. And I think they're going into it in the completely wrong way. And I have full it backfires, respect. So. Yeah. And yeah. what you've just said, I think it just goes to show what kind of a fucking cool person that you are. Um, Because I think a lot of girls would be doing that, like Mm. just want followers. 100%. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think people didn't realise there wasn't really anything except for Married at First Sight, which is very different, but there wasn't really that reality TV show anymore. Not in Australia. Not in Australia. So for us it was a massive gamble, whereas now people saw that that gamble paid off Mm -hmm. for some people. So they're going in for it. So they might think like, oh, I want that. But I I think people don't realise that I didn't just come off and all of a sudden like I had all these followers and mm. people that liked me. I had to still be who I was yeah. for people to continue to like me. I exactly. couldn't just play a role. So, yeah, yeah. I was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have haven't a question. put my foot in it yet. <laughs> were, um, were the feelings genuine in there? Or do you, you think it was a bit sport? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, but 100% it's like that too hot to handle. Do you watch that on Netflix? No, I don't. I haven't watched it either. Okay, I've we'll, heard things about we'll it. We'll debrief after. Okay, we'll do yeah, a debrief. <laughs> Might not even relate, but it kind of like because during isolation, I I remember sending a little private message to all my girlfriends, and yeah. it was like a Kendall Jenner meme, and it was like, <laughs> do I really like him or am I just bored? And that's what I think. I think it it's is. the board thing because yes. I've messaged a few yeah. people that I'm like, oh, I've been a message. Sorry, guys, if you're listening, yeah. but I should message you. <laughs> just delete those messages yeah. and pretend yeah. it never happened. I was just a little bored, lonely <laughs> slash. Let's not even go there. <laughs> you're back off the ledge now. <laughs> That is so, so many guys are going to be going, oh, that was that me. Was me. <laughs> guys. No, I definitely agree. I think it, A, probably, not so much boredom. I think it's a safety net in there yeah. as well. Yeah. You, you cons- your emotions are constantly being played with and if someone's being that rock for you in there, mm-hmm. like you kind friend. of mistake it for, I'm so in love yeah. for, yeah. oh, yeah, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything everything's amplified. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I think if you're on the outside world, there's obviously you look at your friendships and your relationships you have, and they wouldn't even come close to what you had yeah. in that house. If that yeah. makes sense. So when you're thrown out into the outside world, you're like, hold on a minute, I've known you for six weeks. So yeah, it's. it's I think crazy. everyone who Josh and Amelia are still together, and they're incredible. Love oh, them. Yeah, all respect yeah. to them. But I think all the other couples, yeah, kind of probably realised. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Yeah, that's true. So watching you on Love Island, um, you were into fitness and boxing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I love watching that. But what does your fitness workout schedule kind of look like now? Like how yeah. do you like working out? Well, funny thing you said that about the boxing in the house. So boxing to me is more of a therapy. Yeah. I find it really, really good to release, obviously. I knew we liked it for a reason. Yeah, and yeah. I find it, I'm someone, I'm half Lebanese, so I have a lot of built-up oh anger. Oh, my God. Can I, I come, over here? Can I come you to your house for a feast one yes. night? Oh, my God, my nanny would love that. Oh <laughs> like, I just love, How like, good ethnic is that, people yeah. and, like, like if even the conversation. It's like if you have grown up in a house where the only way you will get hurt is if you're yelling. Yeah. Like that that carries on to your adulthood. <laughs> it, if your grandma can make like hummus oh, and just meat, oh, I'm Tomates, there. Like, oh, yum. <laughs> like the Lebanese version of baklava. Yeah. Like I'm there. So good. I love how this conversation just went to <laughs> Put two ethnic girls like, in a room like, and that's sorry, what you get. what was the question again? <laughs> question. We're back to boxing. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really do find it a therapy to yeah, me. I look agree. at it as definitely much a therapy as well as running and mm-hmm. just exercise in general. And I remember I started to go a bit insane in the house and everyone was losing their marbles a bit. And I said, look, if you want me to stay on this show, I have one request because 
the only exercise equipment we had in there were weights and I don't really touch weights yeah, at yeah. all. I'm cardio based because Same. that's when I'm not in my head. If I'm standing there lifting weights, I can still hear my yeah. thoughts. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> adrenaline kind I of I need like, the yeah. adrenaline to fully flush out those thoughts yeah. and me to be thinking, okay, I've got to hit this point or this point. Mm-hmm. Doing weights doesn't do that for me. Nah. So I requested boxing gloves and boxing pads and they were like, yep, definitely. And then they realized that the hitting sound was going over everyone's mics and they couldn't oh. hear conversations. So then I was only allowed to hit pillows. So if you watch, you'll oh see God, me I boxing. That. I had to box people holding pillows and that's what I was hitting into. Really? Oh, my God, I actually yeah. remember that. But it actually helped so much and straight away I felt a lot more grounded in there and like I had a release. Um, so, yeah, I've obviously my whole life I've actually done two amateur boxing fights. Get out of town. Yeah, oh the best God. thing ever. So we did, always get asked to bo- um, do have I? fights together. Oh, oh my God, I'm too so scared. Good. We've been to a couple of real fights and as soon as there's blood tells like, no, 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 no. There was no blood in – oh, actually, I have a nose – I my nose bleeds. Really? I got hit really bad in the first time I did. Did you win? It was actually in training and it was my own fault. What, you just like yourself? Oh, my God. I've done that into me and it went straight in. It was like blood clots. And then your eye like, starts watering. I have a broken eye tear duct no. everything. From I was like, cool, I've really Aren't done it. Aren't you nervous about like your teeth and everything? No. That's my thing. You wear a mouth guard. So if I won both my fights, which was wouldn't be telling you I did them if I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. So I won both the fights and it was so rewarding. And because you're doing pretty much a schedule of 10 weeks leading up to the fight, it's a big commitment. And once again, it became quite a big therapy and yeah. release and you learn a lot about yourself and you have to push yourself and stepping in a ring is scary. So yeah. to be able to overcome that, you have that exact same feeling of when I would have an anxiety attack is what I felt going into the ring. And then to have that association of it's just adrenaline. Yeah. And then to realize that I'm not actually anxious to go into this ring. It's just my adrenaline pumping to then pull that back when I have anxiety huh. attacks and yeah. go, that's that same thing, but I was excited for that. I'm just choosing to look at this as scared instead mm-hmm. of excited. So I think, yeah, a lot of things have kind of just throughout my life, like boxing and exercising, I've kind of learned to train myself to see it as more of a lesson and use it for my mental health benefit rather yeah. than a negative. Yeah. I love how just all these stories that are coming out that you're such a risk taker. Like you <laughs> yeah. going on Love Island, like you've moved um, from state to state to state. Mm-hmm. You've done boxing um, matches. Like that's their big things. Guts. Yeah, yeah, it does. does, yeah. 100%. I like change. You should be proud of you. You like change? I like – I'm petrified of change in terms of routine. But, yeah. But that's, that's why I like change because then yeah. it puts me out of my comfort zone and then every time I do it I realise – like moving states, I'm like, I can't do this, I can't do mm. this. I get there and I end up making friends for life yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, it was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. yeah. So I like change because I'm scared of change. Yeah. I like that. I need to take that on board because I don't love <laughs> like this isolation stuff. Don't love change. And, oh no, I don't like this. Yeah. No. And going back, you you were saying about anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. Do you suffer from anxiety? Yeah. So I got really, really bad anxiety probably year twelve, and then just sort of out of school. So as a kid, I had anxiety, but it wasn't bad to the point of anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. It was more just. I found it really hard at school and I had different learning problems, which I would then take into school and be like, I don't want to go to school, and there would literally weeks so I just wouldn't go to school yeah and mum would be like who cares as long as she graduates who cares she happy all right cool um so yeah for me it was anxiety but not knowing I had it and then it probably hit year 12 when exams were happening and I'd just gotten out of a really abusive relationship and then it started to turn into anxiety attacks and that's when people 
started noticing it more and obviously I noticed it as mm-hmm. well. And for me, because I didn't know what was going on, it turned more into anger. Mm-hmm. So I would feel these emotions, but because I didn't know what was happening to me, I thought there was just literally a demon inside me. Yeah. And I would just have these massive outbursts of anger. And then I went and saw someone. I said to my, like, I literally said to my mom, I was like, I need to go see someone. I think I'm possessed. And she was <laughs> like, well, you seem it. She's like, you're a psycho. And I'm like, okay. So we went to the doctor and they said, look, you might actually just have anxiety. Let's get you to talk to someone. And it took years before I found someone that I actually resonated yeah. with. I would just sit there and I'm like, okay, cool. You're just telling me what I already yeah. know. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people yeah. relate to And that. I found it really hard to then have to relive all the moments every time I was yes. seeing someone new. And I That's was like, what I find you're not actually giving me tools you're just letting me talk about it and then I went and did this course called Life Skills Australia and it's a four-day intensive course and they're actually giving you skills Mm -hmm. so it completely changed my life doing this and you there's about a group of eight people in the course and the way they situate you and the courses and what one you can do is there will at least be one person in that course that makes you realize something about why someone did something to you Ah. so for For instance, I was yet in that abusive relationship, but I also had a mum who would love her to death but was very overprotective. Mm -hmm. And then there was um, a dad who was, like, very strict but um, obviously had a better relationship with the son than the daughter. Yeah. And then these people shared their stories and then I – by doing that, everyone's figuring out day by day why they acted a certain way or why they did things. And a lot of the time it's just passed down habits, but – it made me then realise, oh, my mum's like that with me because of this and I've then adapted I love to that. do this yeah. and I'm now scared of the world because she's scared mm-hmm. of the world. Or, for instance, this person did this because their dad might have been abusive or their dad didn't love them mm-hmm. and all these different things and then it's like, okay, that's why he, like, that boyfriend treated me like shit because he was treated like shit. Yeah. And then it's kind of like not playing that blame game as such as, okay, well, I allowed these people into my life. I have to fix my things to not allow that shit back hap- in. Yeah. So it's all about fixing yourself but finding the root of why you allowed that or let that mm-hmm. happen. And they teach you different skills. You get a booklet and you go through and you do all these activities to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And it was so hard. Like I was crying every single day. You have no phone. You don't get to talk to anyone for those four days. You have to really – it's literally I isolate. Love that. I love I isolate myself. I like I want to do that. Yeah, I know. I know. I was just thinking it's like a pattern. It is amazing. I think course. I love that. I think maybe I, we'll get information of that and then make sure we put in the show notes. Yeah, well, I'm people. actually working on something with them at the moment oh, so that we can somewhat bring this course to everyone. Okay, perfect. So it becomes a yeah. lot more accessible. Is that going to be in the next few months? Or? Yeah. Okay, cool. Fingers crossed. Okay. Just listening to that, I'm like, oh, my God, that's kind of – Tal and I both call last year probably a big growth year mm-hmm. for us. And I, I'm going to – I would like a, to forget last year. <laughs> <laughs> and but, this year maybe. <laughs> but for me, just as you were saying, it's all about realising the patterns that have been passed down yeah. to me so yeah. through my parents, mm-hmm. through Definitely. friendship groups and everything that – I have to become aware of to Mm -hmm. break. Mm -hmm. And they even teach you this thing of, okay, well, you can point a finger and say, well, you taught me these habits, but you're pointing three fingers back at you. So what three things have you done to allow them to teach you that? Or why? Yeah. So everything is like, well, no matter how much you blame one person, you're still blaming yourself three times harder. Yeah. So yeah, figuring out why you do this, why you allow that. What are you looking for from that in a way? I love that. How old were you when you did that? I would have been, it was right before I went on the show. I would have been 20. Okay. 19, 20. That's yeah. a huge life skill to have 100%. at such a young age. Massive. And I think because I was so young when I did it, I didn't realise how big of an impact it had yeah. until then I went and did things like the show and was put in radio and in the limelight as such and then all these 
tools that they taught me started coming back yeah. and I was like, I actually know how to handle this. Yeah. Like, I'm actually going to be okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, best thing I've ever done. I love that. Yeah, I definitely so would good. love would love to see what you are doing in the next yeah, couple of months because sure. I think it's something that we should come back to, I think. That's cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so apart from mental health, boxing, what else does your – fitness health regime look like that gives yeah. you balance i love running yep i love it but i hate it when i'm doing it i'm like this is the worst oh, thing ever actually i've discovered we run a lot on the treadmill and mm-hmm. obviously with isolation and all these restrictions i've been running outside and i find it mentally the hardest workout oh, sure. ever do you prefer treadmill yes same yeah i <laughs> uh, see i'm an outside runner why do you prefer a treadmill because i, I don't, don't know what it's nowhere to I'm go very no but i'm very competitive so i like to see numbers yeah i, I like to see, to see distance and i know you can put on your phone or whatever but i like to see distance i like to know how fast i'm running because i love interval running mm-hmm. i'm not very good at long like i'm i'm okay at long distance like i just have to make like turn my thoughts around I am okay but I'm competitive so I like treadmill I like treadmill because I see it like I said as a therapy as well yeah and same. if I'm out in the open space I'm like what's that car doing what's that bird yeah. doing yeah. what's happening here and then I get home and I'm exhausted yeah <laughs> and I'm like not even tired like from the that. running yeah <laughs> whereas when you're on a treadmill you're looking at a number you're focused on the countdown you're focused exactly. on how far you've gone there's there's nothing else you're yeah. focusing on but that screen you're like in a you. tunnel vision it's yeah. like and i think it's only certain personalities that can do treadmill yeah i think so as well you like in this like i don't know what it is i find it way more challenging running outside Yes, so do I. And I, Hills, I feel like wind. I can stop easier. I'm like, oh, I'm over this. Oh, <laughs> There's a hill. Oh, oh my I better God. stop. I'll tell you what the best thing is because I run, I live like obviously near Port Melbourne, so I run in Port Melbourne. I know a lot of people around the area from like, you know, teaching yoga or whatever. I always see like people or even the tan, I always see people and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, please stop. Please stop and talk to me. Please stop. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, hi. And I'm like, oh, I stop. It's the best. Want to get a coffee? Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. I've got to stop doing it. It's a bad habit. But, um, yeah, so what else? So just running. I love Pilates, reformer yep. Pilates. I've just started getting into more yoga-based training. Yeah, love that. Um, just to kind of, yeah, focus my mind more with my body and mm-hmm. I, I get so many aches and pains and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're quite young and you shouldn't have these problems. <laughs> yeah. So I sort it out. Um, but yeah, anything really fitness based. Love cardio. I, I don't like weights. You won't get me doing weights. Yeah, I used ever. to hate weights, but I don't mind weights anymore. But I prefer yeah. cardio. I'm the same. Love and in cardio. terms of like m- mental gym, do you meditate? Do you? Yeah, so yeah? I started doing gratitude journals um, each ever. night. The Resilient Project book I read. Yeah. And I've been filling that out, which has been really good. And then I do morning affirmations. So every time I'll go for my run and then I'll take the dog for a walk and I'll just pop on, it's literally a YouTube podcast. Yeah. And I just put it on and every morning it just says things that you're grateful for, but it comes down to the real basics of I'm grateful to be able to breathe. I'm yeah, grateful to yeah, be forget. able to have a heart that I didn't have to pay for. It was just given to me, like the mm-hmm. real basics. Yeah. Because um, I think otherwise we get caught up in the kind of, I don't know, glitz in the glam of I'm so lucky to have a house yeah. and to be able to buy this bag. And it's like, well, no, yeah. that's just a bonus. I'm actually lucky to be healthy and alive, yeah. um, which has been really good for me because I feel like it's yeah helped me get a bit more grounded in the last couple of months, yeah. which has been nice. I think during this time of like what we're going through with COVID and stuff, I think gratitude and like empathy, mm-hmm. exactly the Resilience Project, all those elements, like for me, I don't know about you guys, but I've just like – gone to another level with like gratitude and stuff like we have more time to do it yeah and you're just like you know what like I was complaining the other day about not being able to go to the gym and mum was like Tally shut up you've got two legs you can go for a walk you can go Mm -hmm. for a run work out in your apartment why are you complaining this is what my partner said to me yeah so he obviously plays AFL and he's very much 
routine base and I've seen how easy he's broken it hasn't affected him and I'm like oh that's really frustrating but whatever (laughs) but to the point of the other day I was like I can't go for a run it's raining yeah and he's like yes you can he's like where are you going that your hair can't be wet oh that's true nowhere did he go out for a run in the rain yeah, though? He literally did. Oh, wow. And then he'd been for one in the hail, and I was like, "You're a boy though, like whatever." <laughs> I, I was know. like, "And you play I washed football, my hair rain, yesterday." Yeah. He's like, but you're not going anywhere. He's like, "Just don't say the words I can't." He's like, "Because you can. You yeah. just don't yeah. want to." And then I was like, "Oh, that's so annoying." You now guys sound like a, a really good couple, like both very positive and like <laughs> he has the best mental health. I think Richmond are really good like that with the so good yeah, with their yeah, mental health. Yeah. And he will even tell me exercises they do and things that they provide for the boys, and I'm like, "That is so cool." Yeah, we hear stories all the time, and um, they just sound like an amazing mm. club, like mindful, mindful, very yeah, and very, very vulnerable. Yeah. And they talk about all their like emotions. Oh, yeah. Nathan has a bit. Need <laughs> 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 to learn on that. Front. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, where do you see your career going? Like in the future, you're obviously passionate about so many things. It's so hard to pinpoint one yeah. thing, and I'm a big believer in just living in the moment. But for me, I do love that sort of radio and presenting aspect, mm-hmm. and that's always been a part of what I wanted to do, obviously doing the uni course and everything behind it. So I think eventually I will get back into that. But I don't know, I definitely see myself doing a lot more work with Life Skills Australia and doing that kind of things that I'm passionate about right now instead of looking at a long-term career. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. I think just helping other people have really positive mental health and even if that's just sharing my story, then I'd be more than happy to do that for the next five to ten years, if that makes sense. It's such a nice feeling wanting to give back and yeah. giving back like it I don't is. think there's anything um more fulfilling and rewarding yeah, yeah definitely than, yeah. than providing for others yeah. mm-hmm. and I think it's important too and like if you have a platform and you can do that it's the kind I think it's the perfect opportunity to do that very as lucky. well yeah very lucky what what were you doing in radio were you hosting your own show were you yes, a news la- doing lady, a host <laughs> news lady. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a great report. Of voice. <laughs> can, you <laughs> give, can you give us like a? Oh my god! From the news I need something to read. Siri, we don't have anything at the moment. But is there a line? Can you give us a traffic report of Melbourne right now? How about I just tell you the weather outside? Yeah, yeah tell around. us the weather. <laughs> Fucking miserable. That can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even get All the right, weather let's up. Let's do this. Um, what am I going to say? This is an audition for like an overall audition. Fox just yet. Yeah, yeah I'll see the weather for Melbourne. Miserable, miserable, miserable. <laughs> Currently looking at Melbourne's weather. Tuesday we have a top of 19 and sunny. Then it goes back to absolute shit on Wednesday. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Actually>, good. <laughs> that was like and a- that's live, guys. That is actually legit the weather That is right legit now. the weather. So just actually, so you know. So did you enjoy doing radio? Like so. Loved it. Yeah. I loved doing the news and the news voice. I just didn't think I could handle the fact that you have to kind of get excited over someone dying. And yeah. that is a lot. There's a lot of tragedy oh, yeah. in the news. And that's your news story for the day. And it takes a very strong person to be able to do that so for me radio was a bit more you can have your personality and you can let that shine through and you get to have sort of the more upbeat side of news I guess so for me yeah I really really enjoyed radio was that over in WA or where that was was actually in Byron so that was my first job in Byron yeah lived in Byron guys amazing loved Byron and I was probably the most calm and grounded I've ever been but it does become a bit of a groundhog day for someone who constantly wants yeah. more yeah and I think for me it was like okay I, I need to change this up a little bit so probably the show and everything came at the perfect time yeah Byron is like that every time I go to Byron mm. I'm like oh I feel so relaxed I know <laughs> it's just like this weird like feeling 
I'm a really chill person, so I can't imagine. Are you kidding? Kelly's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. Okay, she's chill, but she's also aggressive as fuck. <laughs> imagine if I lived up in Byron. I would get nothing done. Yeah, that's what it's a bit like. Yeah, okay. But I feel like... You just surf and run. Yeah, I honestly, I just... Think... And eat, because there's really good cafes yeah, there. Really yeah, there's really good cafes there. And but it's I'll go to yoga, I'll meditate. Like, I would become full hippie. Well, yeah. Off you go. <laughs> yeah, well, off you go. You can do that now. Um, so you also, I love watching your snack reviews on Instagram. Oh, love me a good snack. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, I don't know what it is. It's so weird. I hate hearing people chew. I haven't really heard you chew, but I oh, can't I'm stand. I'm <laughs> One thing that annoys me, so that hasn't annoyed me yet, but I love watching your snack reviews. How did that come about and what's your worst and favourite snack you've had so far? I think it literally just came about with the fact that I love snacks and chips. Okay. Like I will try any flavor chips, but then I just will try random stuff. Like I'll, I cannot go in to get petrol. I know I've seen And this. walk out without With no buying something that I haven't seen before. Yeah. Like I actually, it's a really bad disorder. I don't know what it's called, but I've claimed it as well. I one. have that overseas. When I go overseas, mm. I have to try like. I just have to try yeah, stuff. Like, I, I think it's so the exciting. need to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just started doing that and then I would send it just to my friends and I would just record it and send it. They were like, you have to start <laughs> posting this as your stories. And I was like, why? And they were like, it's because funny. it's funny. And they were like, and the fact that people aren't dumb enough to go buy it like you, but they want to know what it tastes yeah, like and true. you're doing it for them. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, true. Yeah, I, I, got, buy it. I got educated the other day by one of your snack reviews. Oh, there was the, the bubble one, like the. Oh yeah, they don't pop. They don't pop. Oh They don't, yes. they don't pop. I thought There's there was no going to be flavour popping out of them. There was nothing. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> it's just flavour on the outside. Well, it's just a cube chip or something, it's wasn't just it? literally a chip. Like a pop chip, yeah. but it doesn't pop. Great. So what So what are memorable snacks and the, Ooh, the worst? So? The worst chip flavour I would have tried would definitely be the spaghetti bowl from Smith. Really? It, it, really? Like, do you know when you. I would have thought that would be nice. No, this is going to be a very graphic um, understanding for you all. So if you have a really bad hangover, try and eat something, vomit, and then you have that taste in your mouth. That is the taste. Literally the smell and you open the packet and you're like, oh, that is a big night. Really? (laughs) Really? See, I would look at a packet like that and be like, oh, I love spaghetti. No. Or spaghetti. Well, well like spaghetti is good, yeah. not on chips. Oh, <laughs> my God. See, I would have looked at that and be like, oh, that'd be so tomato-y and tasty. The ones that shocked me the most was the Arnott's shapes and they were the uh, sausage – it was like a sausage sizzle one. Oh. And I'm not a big meat – like I don't eat meat. I'm pescatarian and I liked those. Did it taste like a sauce? Do you remember what a sausage tastes It like? kind of just tasted like really like barbecue and onion, like barbecue Yum. sauce and onion. Like bunnings. Yeah, it, yeah. Tastes, it was like a like sausage bunnings. sizzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally tastes like bunnings. You might have tasted this one, but I would like to know how it was. Did you ever taste the Vegemite one? I don't like Vegemite. So for me it was very Ooh. just very like overwhelming. Vegemite. Veg- See, yeah. I love Vegemite. It was very Vegemite. The thought of like. Do snacks ever go outside of crisps? Outside yeah, of yeah, yeah. When I, I eat like wasabi, yeah, wasabi, wasabi yeah. peas. That was um, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> wasabi peas, actually. We had mushroom, um, mushroom chocolate. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was like mushroom and then chocolate around it. I've had them. That's, it was actually really good. Is that a hallucinogenic? It actually wasn't. No. <laughs> oh, damn. When you said mushroom I know, chocolate, I was, I was like, waiting. I was like, any moment. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I've heard stories about this chocolate. <laughs> Do you make them at home? Yeah. <laughs> no, anything I want for it all. Yum. Now, I think I'm snacks. even more in love with you because you love food so much. And Tal and I always oh, play my this game. game in the whole world. Do I get to eat? <laughs> no, sorry. It's a snack review no it's not we play this game whenever we're bored but it's like 
Okay, it's your last meal. You get three, like an entree Ooh. main dessert. Yeah. What, what would you it go be? for? All right. It's the best game in the whole world. I love potato. So just like a potato. I'd probably say hot chips to start. Yeah. Like, would like you not go chips, your mom, something of your mum's home cooking? No, my mum can't cook. <laughs> she buys it from the bogs down the road and then puts it in the oven and goes, here you go. I like it. So potato chips, what so topping chips. would be on the top? It would be hot chips with tomato sauce and yes. so much chicken salt that you can't even see the oh, chips anymore. Oh, yum. Done. And like from a fish and chip, like proper like, yeah. hot chips. And then for main, oh, this is a really tough one. I know. It's, it's a hard game. It's a really hard game. I'm not like one of those people that like, would pick pizza or burger. Like no, stuff I'm not like either. that doesn't jump at me. Nah. Like I think I would much prefer like a really good satay stir fry. Okay. I love yeah. satay sauce. With like, like the um porn cracker chips, like the full thing. Like a nasty goring kind yeah, of vibe. kind of style. Yeah. Yum. Definitely would love that. And then dessert. Oh maybe like a really like Aussie Pavlova. Yep. Like really gooey on the inside. Yeah, yum. What about, okay, so we added last week a cocktail. You could choose a cocktail as well. Do you know what? Espresso martinis were always, always my Mm favourite. But I find they're a bit like too much now. I'm really liking. Well, it's because you're on decaf and love. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much caffeine. You're like, guys, guys, the caffeine is too much. Um, So I'm thinking I'm going to say maybe a passion fruit, like a porn star martini or something. So yeah, passion fruity. Yeah, Mm. yum. Yum. Mm. What's your cocktails? I'm more like an amaretto sour kind of girl. Okay. I'm a margarita like Margie yeah. on the rocks. Girl, I'm a tequila different. girl. Yeah, very different. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd all have fun together though. Yeah. I mean, I'd drink anything. But I mean, yeah, what any ladies, of those cocktails yeah. I'd have. This is going to be a real hoot when it's all over. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, our birthday. Oh, my God, please. Like a Mexican feast or something. So it's our birthdays in July. So hopefully all this is over so we can all go have Fingers cocktails. Crossed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I've you were so actually much so fun. much. I knew you were going to be fun. But like. <laughs> <laughs> you actually kind of arrived. No, I actually, like, I think, um, no, you are amazing. And everything that you stand for is what we stand for. And Tully Lou in the business as well. So it was so much fun. Thanks and I can't wait to hear about. Um, the Australia, what is it called? The- yeah, so Life Skills Australia. Okay, cool. In so we'll make works. sure we'll put that down below as <laughs> yeah. well on the show notes. But is there anything else you wanted to add? No, nah, that's it. I love you even more now. Let's go. I, I didn't know who you were, but I love you even more. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go watch reruns now of Love Island. No, you'll never look at me the same. <laughs> you should. You should because it'll take up so much time for oh, you. Great. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.